Last uh, half hour, just before Sarah's News at 10.30, I played that story uh, from Global News on TV last night at 6 o'clock and 10. Tires slashed at 50 uh, at this 55-plus building in Transcona, and the seniors there, well, they're concerned, nervous, worried. You kind of feel violated, right? Yeah, it's just tires, but, you know, it's your own personal property, and... and Why can't people just leave other people's stuff alone? This is, of course, nothing new. I think it was in 2015 when my next guest, Andrew McRae, set up on Facebook, a Facebook group, the River Heights Smashed Window Club. Andrew joins us now. Andrew, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Did I get my year right, 2015? You did. It's been, uh, I guess that's eight years. And then it wasn't too long after that, two or three years after that, I know that you blamed uh, the problem, which was getting worse at that point, uh, on meth, or at least much of it on meth. Is it worse now, better? What, we know it's happening everywhere. doesn't matter what the neighborhood is. What about in River Heights? What are you hearing? I, I think smashed windows are a smaller proportion over all of what's happening. I think we're seeing more um, like garages being broken into, uh, things being taken from yards. Uh, so, like, I think it's it's a it's a wider variety of crime and property crime that's happening now. Mm-hmm. Still driven primarily by meth, or or what do you think the cause is? Uh, it's hard to say. I mean, like, we it, it was Winnipeg police that uh, were really good partners when we started this. Um, that that said it was meth, but we don't really have the same kind of rapport with Winnipeg police anymore, so I, I don't really know if it is meth. Okay, that's interesting because I uh, lined up an interview. I'm off tomorrow. Uh, Lauren McNabb is going to fill in for me, and I think she's going to have on somebody from Winnipeg police because it was last summer they announced the Neighborhood Watch program was coming back, and there was some provincial funding announced for that. So the relationship with police, at least for you, River Heights Smashed Window Club, not as good as in the past, huh? No, uh, like we used to be able to talk to the sergeant in our area, um, but the public information office took over all communication and they right. weren't allowed to talk to us anymore. And they're not really someone that we just go to regularly to talk about our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I'm hopeful that, you know, obviously Facebook groups like yours are helpful. I- I'm hopeful, I'm optimistic that the Neighborhood Watch program coming back and, and being bolstered will be a good thing. Would you agree? Definitely. Um, And I mean, it's great that the province or uh, whatever partners are putting more money behind uh, the Neighborhood Watch program because the police definitely need more uh, need more funding. Uh, I mean, that's just a continual problem that that's not going to go away. So more money yet. The problem is great. Uh, But also just having more people, more eyes on the street helps having more people actually using the streets helps but i mean like you're not going to have as many people out at 2 a.m when when most of these things are actually happening yeah i'm curious about uh, security cameras surveillance cameras are you seeing more and more of that the technology has improved a lot the cost has dropped a lot i'm seeing a lot more of that uh there's definitely a lot more cameras you do see them around uh but it doesn't it, it never really has been a deterrent to to the people that are doing this it's uh it's really just driven by like a necessity or at least when it was the meth crisis it was driven by the necessity to get a couple of bucks so that you could get your next hit uh which would last for quite some time so i mean getting a couple of bucks from several cars in a row uh you know like that that really was 
what drove that and um and and why it was the you know like the easy crime the crime of opportunity so like putting lights in an area it does help but i mean when someone is being driven by that kind of addiction um it's it's not really going to stop them having lights or a camera on them Mm-hmm. And again, we'll get an update tomorrow, I believe, uh, on the show, Loren McNabbin, for me tomorrow on this Neighborhood Watch uh, uh, program that was, I mean, it's been around for a long time. I think it kind of went away uh, for the most part, and, and now it's being brought back. I, I think, you know, stuff like your Facebook uh, book group in River Heights, Andrew, and Neighborhood Watch, and we need more grassroots uh, efforts like that to deal with crime and, and vandalism. Definitely. Uh, I mean, the Neighborhood Watch program has been around for a long time, but uh, the Smash Window Club was kind of created as a 21st century response to the Neighborhood Watch program. It was a lot easier to um, mobilize voices and people. And I mean, having that big group uh, were like 1,400 people or something, having all of those people together really gave us a voice to say to Winnipeg Police and to, to MPI, like, we need help on this this is a real issue and it needs to be taken seriously and and i mean it really is a citywide problem it's just river heights was getting hit really badly and so i mean we started this movement we definitely got some traction and turned it around but it really is like a -a whack-a-mole type of situation you just you put it out in one neighborhood temporarily and it pops up in other neighborhoods it's a it's a it's really a winnipeg-wide problem yeah, it sure is. No neighborhood is uh, immune to it anymore, or, or so it seems. I, I, one other question I wanted to ask you about: What about graffiti? What about taggers, uh, tigers, uh, taggers in in River Heights? Are you seeing more of that? I'm certainly. I, it seems to me like I'm seeing more graffiti on the side of buildings and and even fences and garages in residential areas. What about that? Um, yeah, I, I've definitely noticed it a lot more around the city. Um, and it's in weird places too, where like you, you don't necessarily see it as much, like back yeah. lanes or between buildings or whatever. Um, I do walk through River Heights pretty often, and I haven't noticed an increase in graffiti in particular here, but I definitely have seen it around the city. The downtown is really bad right now, but even like out Pemina, uh, along like Bishop, around that area, I'm seeing a lot of it there as well. Mm-hmm. Andrew, thanks for this. I appreciate it. Thanks, Al. Andrew McRae, he started in 2015 the Facebook group River Heights Smashed Window Club. Um, this criminal vandalism continues right across the city. Uh, we've got all those tires slashed in, in Transcona, and the problem continues in River Heights. And as I said, Loren McNabb will be in for me tomorrow, and I believe she's going to have somebody on from Winnipeg Police uh, with an update on the uh, Neighborhood Watch uh, announcement from last summer. They announced uh, some some funding and and said that would be uh, coming back in a bigger and better way. So listen for that tomorrow. But that's what's happening in River Heights.